The final score, Forest Green Rovers 1, Wrexham 1. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC, and it's another one of those I'm not quite sure how I feel podcasts, I'm afraid. I wanted us to win at Forest Green. We struggled to make chances for quite a long time in the game, despite dominating possession. So, yeah, there's an element of disappointment about this. But at least we got a 93rd minute equaliser and got something out of it. And, well, that's the way you've got to look at football matches. If you're not able to get what you want, at least don't lose. And I guess that happened, at least. Uh, A little bit more rotation from Phil Parkinson, Aaron Hayden, starting for the first time in a while since the Bradford game. And also... Uh, McLean moving back on to the left-hand side of midfield and Luke Young coming in, in midfield, up front Fletcher and Mullen. And we had the most disastrous of starts. I mean, the way we actually started, the very opening couple of minutes of the game, I thought, right, this looks good. We get the ball down, we're up against the Forest Green team who are in the relegation zone, although Steve Cottrell has come in, a very experienced, safe pair of hands, and looks to be doing a very good job, and their results have picked up. They've won up Barrow, which should not be ignored. You know, they've caused problems for strong teams. But we started well. We got the ball, we wouldn't let them have it. Moving it about, probing, and it was only the first couple of minutes. Sometimes that can set a tone, though, and the tone was, we've, you don't have any possession, and we're going to keep chipping away at you. And then disastrously, in the third minute, we gave them a goal. Oh, dear me. It's such a shame. Young in midfield, <clears throat> just getting caught in possession by Osadebe. Osadebe prodded it forward to Deutsch, who, when you look at it, did really well on the stretch to bring her under control and played a perfect return pass to complete the 1 2. Osadebe, goal side of O'Connell, and quicker than him. O'Connell desperately trying to keep up with the men, stumbling and falling on, on, on his face. And Osadebe, again, one on one with the Conquo. A beautiful finish. I mean, obviously, one-on-one with the keeper down the middle. Great chance. But he just struck it early and just shaped it around the Conquo and into the bottom right corner. i got to say, a beautifully crafted goal. The sort of moment that teams down the bottom usually don't enjoy because they fail to take their chances. But instead, they'd hit us. And, well, we were reeling. We really were. We got the ball back. We started to move it around, but we weren't penetrating in that early stage. And, actually, Forest Green, with some direct breakaways, threatened more. McAllister who worked his socks off all throughout the game and driving down the left hand side pulled it in, Doidge hit the target inside the left post and lunging downwards Oconqua made an excellent save to push it around the post. Then McAllister again popping up on the other side about 25 yards out and very wide on the right slammed in a shot which hit the side net and Oconqua had it covered but the thing is that we weren't, we were dominating the ball we weren't really responding in terms of chances on goal. Our first opportunity came in the 26th minute, or the first opportunity of any note. Young doing well. He was fouled from behind, but managed to help it on. Good advantage by the referee, who had a solid game. You don't hear me saying that very often, do you? And Lee, picking it up in the left channel, drove forwards and hit a shot which went whistling over the bar. Our first really strong chance came nine minutes before the break, although, frankly, it was a heck of a chance. McLean... Moving down the left, putting a good ball into the far post. Barnes arrived unmarked, six yards out, just beyond the far post. Totally got it wrong. He tried to hit it on the half volley and instead sort of mistimed it and trapped it against the ground and the ball dribbled apologetically wide of the right post. We kept pushing, though. There were periods, I mean, for me, our pressure, I felt I could, I, I, I'm categorising it, 
when we were moving it around in the middle of the pitch, it looked like we weren't getting anywhere. But to be fair, often we were probing and looking for little pockets. And once we got ourselves into a position where Forest Green had to drop off, because they were playing with a medium block and doing it really well. So the centre-backs, uh, the, the defensive line was on the edge of the area. Their midfield and attackers packed the rest of their half and made it very difficult for us to pass our way through. But when we managed to push them back a bit more so that the centre-backs were more in the box, uh, there were spaces then to try and work around. And once we achieved that, which is usually achieved by patient passing, we were then getting into positions where we could put good balls into the box. There was a, an incident with Lee on the left-hand side, which lovely, snappy passing. He punched it in. Uh, to the middle of the pitch Fletcher popped it back to him and again continuing this quick paced one touch passing he hit it to Cannon in the right channel with a good sight of goal but uh, from 15 yards out he again didn't get hold of it very well an easy save for Reyes and then in the last minute of the half Young feeding the ball across to the right hand side Barnett crossed it in it ricocheted and came looping down to Fletcher just outside the six yard box with the defender tight on him, and he did well to spin and get a striking on goal, but couldn't quite get it the right side of the right post. So 1-0 down at half-time. Not time to panic yet. Wrexham going close early on in a bizarre manner when Lee swept it in, and Keogh, who I've got to say was crafty and excellent, such an experienced centre-back, had his one really scary moment. He was trying to mark Fletcher, got his head to it first, but put it, towards the bottom left corner, the bottom right corner, yeah, left corner. And it was a really good save by Reyes to stretch and scramble and just about get his hand to it. Could easily have been an own goal. And Wrexham continued to push on. Bennett on the right-hand side, sweeping the ball in. Lee trying to have a shot, which was blocked. The ball ricocheting back, ricocheting back out. Mullen went to ground asking for a penalty, which I don't think it was. Another shot came in, scrambled and eventually cleared. There was a weird incident around the hour mark as well. McLean doing well on the left-hand side, but then pulling the ball back too far. Lee managed to get there and square it. Young arrived in the box. Challenge came in on him. Looked suspiciously like a penalty to, to uh, Neil Williams, my co-commentator and myself. Um... As the defender lunged in, they both arrived at the ball at pretty much the same time, and it looked like Young got a chunk of it because he managed to square it to Lee, who managed to get a shot off, which didn't trouble the keeper. But it was a reasonable shot, I thought, for a penalty. But Parkinson had seen enough. We weren't really opening them up, and so he decided to change things around. Aaron Hayden came off. Jordan Davis came on. We switched to four at the back, and almost immediately, we nearly got caught out in 2-0 because... Barnett playing the ball out inaccurately from the back found McCann who drove through the middle and hit a shot Clueth got a crucial block on it and it just span wide at the right post frustratingly two minutes later bad news for us when O'Connell went down with a muscular injury Ben Toza had to replace him worrying because Phil Parkson confirmed afterwards it's not a trivial injury it doesn't look like also frustrating because we used the sub up if we'd brought, uh, if we I mean, can't blame Parkson for it, but if we waited another two minutes, then we could have gone to four at the back by bringing O'Connor off. As it was, we had to make the swap. Toza settled into the back four in the centre with Clueth and Wrexham started causing problems again. 20 minutes left, Young with an in swinging corner, another big scramble in the six yard box, but Forrest Green gets it clear. Then Mullen 
who'd really worked hard without an awful lot of service, started to really get into the game, picking it up on a left-hand side, cutting inside and driving a terrific shot from 25 yards, which just cleared the bar. Wrexham made a triple change to try and put more energy into the side. Fletcher, Young and Barnett came off. Palmer, Marius and Bolton came on. And soon afterwards, Mullen again doing well. Got long ball forwards. Palmer nodded it down nicely. Mullen hit a snapshot from just outside the area, which whistled just wide of the left post. Another opportunity then. Good ball down the flank by Cleworth Bolton, pulling it back beautifully for Marius, but he side-footed it wide of the target. And as Wrexham huffed and puffed, we just weren't getting through until, in the 93rd minute, at last, something fell our way. Forrest Green, I've got to say, defended superbly, played with great heart. And, well, if they keep playing like this, they may well get a chance of, of getting out of the bottom too. But there was no question that it was a penalty when Wrexham finally won it in the third of six added minutes. McLean sweeping a corner in. Reyes coming for it, colliding with a defender though and only being able to pour it down to the edge of the six-yard box. Mullen ran in to smash it into the net. Robson lunged in and took him out. Penalty. Absolute stonewall penalty. And I've got to say, Robson incredibly lucky to get a yellow card because he lunged in. Not only is he denying it as a goal-scoring opportunity, but as he lunges in, his studs are up and he hits Mullen square in the middle of his chin. Dangerous, dangerous challenge. Only got a yellow. He was fortunate. Mullen steps up, slams it into the centre of the net, and in doing so, he enters the top 10 all-time goal scorers of Wrexham, level of Andy Morrell. What an achievement, and what a servant to us. We actually, with a little couple of extra minutes added on for the penalty and a couple of other stoppages in added time, we actually pushed for a winner without really making any clear-cut chances. But it was a game, it was strange, because I, I, I felt a bit of a hypocrite commentating on it. There were moments where you feel, yeah, patience is good. But then times when we maybe slowed it down too much and I started to get impatient myself. You have to be patient trying to work your way through these teams. You have to work the best quality opportunities you can. But you just feel that at the moment the team's just a little lacking in confidence and maybe not quite making the right decisions in the final third, as Phil Parkinson pointed out at Gillingham. This was hard work, but to be fair, Forest Green made it really hard work and us giving them a goal after three minutes made it even more difficult. And so ultimately, we've got to take the point. But I did feel sometimes that on the occasions when we really ripped crosses into the goal mouth and tried to make Forest Green defend, they looked edgy. I mean, the, the penalty comes from a centre-back colliding with the goalkeeper. That is the second time that Reyes dropped a cross because a centre-back panicked, ran into him and knocked into him and knocked the ball out of his hands. This was something we could have exploited, but it felt like we kept floating maybe safer crosses beyond the far post when it might have been better just to really work Forest Green's back three, make them work for that and grind them down and make the mistakes come, which eventually was what happened. But yeah, it's me being critical. The fact of the matter is we got a point that's important and we've got a few home games coming up now and if we can cash in on them, we're going to be in a handsome position by the end of the season. Looking at the individual performances, well, Conquo really only had two shots to deal with. He had no chance with the goal, and he made a very good save from that uh, effort by Deutsch. Uh, so he deserves credit. The centre-backs, Kluwerth uh, used the ball well on occasions, tried to push on, as, as you need to if you're playing three of the back-ends team that's defending quite deep, and was wholehearted in the way he did that. 
Hayden trying to do the same, didn't get up the pitch quite so much. Neither of them had a huge amount of defending to do. Although I'll tell you what, Doidge and Odisebe and McCann really worked hard to try and keep them involved. O'Connell again looked good. At times he was like almost like a quarterback. First game when they dropped off, he would step up beyond the midfield. He'd be about 30 yards out as a little pivot to shift the ball around. So sad that he got injured. And Toza came on, got one of his long throws in at least. And uh, yeah, kept trying to drive us forward. So the defence didn't have an awful lot to do. Not a criticism of Forrest Green, just the way the game developed. Barnett again had a good first half, was taking on and beating his man, getting crosses in. Maybe a little less on the in the second half. Um, Bolton came on, he gave a bit of thrust and sat up that chance for Marriott, of course. On the left-hand side, McLean again, energetic, put some overhit crosses in, but put some decent ones in as well, including the one which led to the penalty. In the middle of the pitch, Luke Young, I just felt so sorry for him, he's such a great player and great bloke, and to make that mistake, you just know that would really upset him for that to happen when he's got a chance to start. And he just fell for a bit. He was just trying a bit too hard, you know, trying to long-range shots that didn't get anywhere near the target, overhitting passes a bit because I think he was really determined to make up for that error. Uh, a lot of sympathy for him. Cannon, again, energetic and bustling, wasn't quite able to get into as many of those promising positions that he likes to get into where he can hurt the opposition. And then on the other side of midfield, again, Lee had a few more sparks of creativity, actually, as he was going at players. Um, but nothing really ran for him either. And then up front, well, I felt sorry for Fletcher Mullen the first half. They didn't get much good quality service. The opposition were forced back, but they weren't getting the ball into feet. So the areas where they could attack it anywhere around the penalty area. Um, Fletcher worked very hard. When he came off, Palmer did a good job. Uh, did a similar job up front and, and with more tired centre-backs was winning head as well Mullen really sparked into life in the last quarter of the game uh, probably my man of the match if I'm honest because he worked terrifically hard and then finding a bit more space on the point of the diamonds when we made our last tranche of substitutions because we had Dolby up front of Marius Mullen in the hole Lee and Davis on the sides of that midfield setup, and Cannon in the middle uh, Mullen really started to find space started to really look ominous and eventually he got that priceless goal. So yeah, disappointing. Let's not kid ourselves. You can understand why the game turned out that way. You have to give credit to Forrest Green, who did their part of the job well. And it's a point. It's better than nothing. It didn't get us into the top three, which a win would have done. But there's still 12 games left. And as Phil Parkson pointed out, seven of those are at home. So we're in a good position. We just need to maybe just get that little bit of rhythm and confidence going properly. And uh, we'll be laughing. The final score of Forest Green Rovers 1, Wrexham 1. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.